This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, October 18th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning, I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. Rural Voters, North Star. Pope takes on ag and food sectors. An immigration fix is urged. Trump maintains strong rural support. Democrats face some strong headwinds as they try to win back rural voters, and one of those challenges remains former President Donald Trump himself. According to a new poll from the Democratic group One Country Project, 49% of rural voters say they would vote for Trump in 2024, while 32% said they would support Joe Biden. Rural voters favored Trump over Biden 54 to 42 percent in 2020. Some 57 percent of rural voters approve of the job he did as president, while Biden's rural approval is at 42 percent. Rural voters don't fully trust Democrats or Republicans as a whole, but when you've got Donald Trump as the separate North Star, said pollster Doug Usher, who summarized the results on a webinar. Rural voters view him much more positively than other political leaders who were tested. Take note, in a warning sign for Democrats, the top concern among rural voters is inflation. The top policy priority that they want the federal government to address is illegal immigration. By the way, the poll has some relatively good news for Biden in the 47% of rural voters approve of his Build Back Better spending plan. For more on the Democrats' internal struggle over Build Back Better, you can read our Washington Week Ahead at agripulse.com. Pope Francis lays into ag and other business sectors. Pope Francis used his Twitter feed over the weekend to blast big business as well as the food and agriculture sectors. In a series of tweets, he called on large mining, oil, forestry, real estate, agribusiness companies to stop destroying nature, to stop polluting, and to stop intoxicating people and food. He also said big food corporations should stop imposing monolithic production and distribution structures that inflate prices and end up withholding bread from the hungry. Now keep in mind, the Pope's Twitter account has 18.8 million followers. By the way, nearly 67 progressive groups are urging President Biden and Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack to break ties with corporate ag companies and the concept of free trade when it comes to feeding the world. This urgently needed reform must prioritize the rights and livelihood of workers, food producers, and frontline communities and ensure food security through food sovereignty in the U.S. and abroad, the group say in a letter. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Dairy Management Incorporated serves America's 34,000-plus dairy farmers and dairy importers by managing research and marketing programs aimed at promoting dairy consumption and protecting the good image of dairy farmers, dairy products, and the dairy industry. 
Funded entirely by dairy farmers, DMI has distinguished itself as a strategic consultant and valuable resource to businesses and organizations in the food and beverage sector that seek to increase sales and raise their image through the innovative use of dairy and dairy ingredients. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. U.S. soybean meal exports are off to a big start for the new marketing year. U.S. soy meal exports are getting off to a big start for the 21-22 marketing year that started October 1. The U.S. exported 301,000 metric tons of soybean meal. That in the first week of October, the largest weekly volume shipped since March, according to Mark Marshall, Vice President of Market Intelligence at the United Soybean Board and U.S. Soybean Export Council. We've gotten off a to a great start with meal exports, Marshall tells AgriPulse. Sales are strong, too. Foreign buyers committed to purchases of over 365,000 tons of soybean meal from October 1st to 7th. Export sales for soybean meal for a one-week period haven't been that high since June, Marshall said. NPPC calls for reform to worker visas. The National Pork Producers Council is calling on U.S. immigration officials to reform a visa program that is key to keeping hog operations staffed. The TN visa program was created under NAFTA to allow Mexican and Canadian professionals in a variety of areas to be allowed to work in the U.S. for up to three years. NPPC has received reports that eligible applicants have been denied entry into the country for no cause and cannot appeal such decisions, the pork producer group said. Other evidence suggests applicants have been rejected because of subjective interpretations of having sufficient ties to their home country and about their intent to return to it. Now take note. In a move expected to ease pressure on some food and ag operations, the Biden administration has halted indiscriminate company raids to find undocumented immigrants. The administration will focus on unscrupulous employers with a history of exploiting undocumented workers and paying them substandard wages. NAS delays report on local food marketing practices. USDA's National Agriculture Statistics Service is delaying issuance of its report on ag products marketed as local foods so it can collect more information. Instead of November 18, the report will be released sometime early next year, NAS says. The Statistics Service says that in order to get a complete picture of local food marketing practices in light of covid The survey is being expanded to include producers who have not indicated prior local food marketing. There is a high interest in this important data series, a NAS spokesperson told AgriPulse. U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service needs to drill down on Mexican wolf recovery. The Fish and Wildlife Service must be more specific about how it plans to recover the Mexican wolf including by addressing wolf livestock conflicts and illegal killing of the species, a federal judge ruled last week. U.S. District Judge Jennifer Zips ordered the service to revise its recovery plan for the wolf. 
Many of the actions listed in the plan, quote, are so vague as not to constitute an action at all, the judge said. Poaching of wolves accounted for 105 deaths between 1998, when reintroduction began in the Southwest, and 2019. The latest count showed the number of wolves increased 14% in 2020 to at least 186, according to FWS. Here's today's She Said It. We don't need to win back rural America. We don't need to win rural America by 51 points. We just need to do better than we have. That former Senator Heidi Heitkamp, a North Dakota Democrat and founder of the One Country Project. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, October 18th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.